This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A sublime strike from Stephen Quinn earns Mansfield a point at Tranmere. A vital point it turned out to be as well. Tranmere Rovers won at Mansfield Town won the full-time score this afternoon at Prenton Park. Stephen Quinn having to rescue the Stags with a superb volley in the second half after seconds before the half-time interval. Mansfield did what Mansfield do best, conceded a soft goal and saw Tranmere take the lead. A good point away from home though at Tranmere against a promotion hunting side to end a terrible run on the road as well. But with results elsewhere seeing Southend gaining victory, the gap now narrows to just nine points between the Stags and Southend in that relegation dog dog fight. need to change my teeth. Eight games left to go in Skybet League 2. Is nine points enough? Or do the Stags need to get at least another win on board to put the pressure on Southend? They'll be bored by it. Let us know your thoughts in the comments as always and have your say on your team. This is the Cooldown post-match reaction show. Tranmere Rovers 1, Mansfield Town 1. Tranmere Rovers 1, Mansfield Town won the full-time score in Skybet League 2 this afternoon. Stephen Quinn's superb second-half volley uh, getting the Stags back on level terms. A point they needed in the end, as we say, with Southend picking up a victory to gap to just nine points with eight games left to go in Skybet League 2 this season. Get your thoughts in in the comments, as always, as we dissect and discuss uh, the game we've all just witnessed. Joining me to do that from his sofa, looking like a cast member from Goggle box slash somebody that's about to appear on Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway for the Win the Ads segment, it's Mr. Nathan Edge. I wouldn't mind uh, a crack at Win the Ads. If, you, if, if you're offering, do you want to have a game? 
I mean, what, what ad break are we winning? I mean, tell you, let's win the contents of the ad from Tranmere Rovers versus Mansfield Town, um, where you'll win literally uh, maybe a £5 Wix voucher. Not even just a tweet. I mean, that's that's a given gift these days, isn't it? It's a good old tweet. Yeah, good old tweet. We love a good old tweet. <laughs> uh, talking, uh, let's turn our attention though to football. Um, Stephen Quinn, that goal, superb strike, arguably a contender for goal of the season, but also it carries much, 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 much more significance, Nath, by virtue of the fact that Southend picked up a victory. We knew at, at some point, you know, we've been saying for weeks and weeks, let's match what Southend do. We knew there'd be an occasion where we weren't able to do that and it'd go negatively in our favour. That seemed to be this afternoon, but the important thing is, you know, it could have been a lot worse in the end. Nine point gap is it could have been narrowed even further. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we knew it, we we thought at some point it might be different, but I actually thought it might be a fact that we might get a break and get a win and they lose and then we can sit happily. But no, it's um, that's not been the case. So, like you said, the the goal itself was was superb, um, and no surprise it it came from a midfielder, which is it seems like it's the only way we're going to get a goal at the minute um, is, is from the midfield. Um, but like you said, not just the quality of the goal, but I think the importance of the goal because, uh, you know, even though it's only a point difference, actually, you know, nine point nine points rather than eight points, you know, Southend still have, to, when you take into account the goal difference, they're minus 20 something, we're mm. minus four, I think. Yeah, we're um, on minus they, four, they're on minus 27. Yeah, so that's, you know, huge. So, so they really need four wins, you know, at the last eight and, and we need to not win or pick up any points. So, you know, Nine points, you know, we are a bit more nervous than we were pre-kickoff. But mm. you look at that, and I, that's why for me that goal's goal's important because that's uh, you know, it it does get difference. That's another win that they basically need to get in the last uh, last eight. Yeah, absolutely, I, I completely agree with that. And I think on on the other left of that as well, you know, there'll be a lot of frustrations because Southend have have won as we say, and you know we failed to win and, and match them, but. Our away form going into today was absolutely terrible. Uh, we'd not scored, I think, the last three or four away games. Um, you know, really, really struggling. But yet again, for the second consecutive game, it's four consecutive draws now, which is good because it means we're tough to beat. Um, but also, you know, for the second consecutive game, we've gone toe to toe with a, a promotion chasing side. Not as to the effect as where we were on, on Tuesday night. I think that's down to uh, not making changes again before the game, which we seem to say every single week. We've conceded a soft goal, but we've come out the second half and we've scrapped away. And, and do you know what? In reflection of the entirety of the game, we deserve a point there. There's no denying that. Yeah, well, listen, um, I, I feel like, obviously, we haven't gone to the comments yet. I feel like there might be a few frustrated mm. comments out there. But um, you know, for me, overall, it wasn't a bad performance. No. You know, if we had a striker on the pitch that can put the ball in the back of the net, I think we'd have been coming away with a win tonight. And we'd have been coming away with a win um, on Tuesday night as well. So uh, it, we're doing the right things. Yes, we're by far from the, the, the finishing products. You know, I, I think we've still got a few weak links in the team, uh, which are letting us down at the, at the last minute. But saying that, you can see some of the play that we have been playing certainly going going forward. You know, the, the creation and the uh, you know inventiveness of, of some of the chances created. You know that's getting better. You know Jason Law, Stephen Quinn. We've seen uh, those two, for for example, today link up so well going forward, um, and we have created some good chances. We've just not really had that final decision or the final 
um, end product from the shot to, to really trouble the opposition. And that's what's letting us down at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Let's delve into those comments. Then Gary has kicked us off tonight and says, uh, I'll take a point at Tranmere any day. Didn't expect one so a good result. The only difference between us and a top team two is a goal scorer. I do an extra defender in, in there as well. But I can certainly see your point. We are miss, certainly missing that uh, attacking threat. Highlighted by the fact that again for six minutes of the game plus added time, Ryan Sweeney is a striker. Um, which which says it all. It was put it was, a decent cross. He did, and do you know what? He put in a really good through ball as well to to Jamie Reed, and a striker who's a little bit more fit and a little bit more confident gets on the end of that and bags as well. So, um, do you know what? As that, I want to dive into that now before I go to any more comments. Um, bringing on Ryan, we've obviously got striker problems. We we know that Oleg Sarkic out for three or four weeks. He's probably not going to return until maybe the end of uh, end of April, um, if we're lucky. Um, Jordan Barry goes off at half-time. be interesting to see what the decision was with that. Um, is he a little bit like Ollie Clark was, running on empty, etc.? Um, but I don't mind Sweeney going up there. He's young, he's energetic, he's a little bit more... He's got a little bit more now, so he's got more game experience than someone like Tyree Sinclair, for example, or Keaton Ward, which is another example of why he's been stuck up there. He's... He's bulky, he can hold all up, he can win flick-ons, he can chase things down, he can defend from the front. I don't mind it at all. And as much as it might make us seem like a laughing stock bringing on a centre-half to go up front, I don't mind it if it just brings us a little bit of legs and a little bit of energy because we certainly needed that going into the um, the final third. And if he's up front, he can't concede a free kick on your own box. Well, <laughs> I mean, he, he did a couple of weeks ago, so <laughs> and he was up front then, supposedly. But um, it depends on you, how you look at it of him coming on, and you know, if you look at it of him coming on to hold the ball up and play that role, then then yes, it's not the worst move. Mm. Obviously, if you're thinking, if you're a Stags fan that's saying, okay, we've got back to one-one, we should be going to win this game now. Then you probably would look at it and say, why why Ryan Sweeney? Why not Tyree Sinclair? Why not put Sinclair or Keaton Ward in midfield and put Lapsley up there or, or Jason Law up there? So, you know, because they're the ones that are most likely going to go up there and put the ball in the back of the net. So it depends on what perspective you're looking at. I think when the fact that we are away at, at Tramia uh, and we've managed to get back into the game for a superb goal, there's, yeah. there's no harm no harm in in settling for a draw, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. So, you know, it's not the end of the world putting on Ryan Sweeney especially when you do think that there aren't really many other options out there let's delve back in some more comments a good point salvaged in the end says Roger didn't expect to win but the Stags are clearly clawing their way to safety uh, Ethan should have been one or two uh, Reed missed an absolute sitter sublime goal from Quinn though uh, Tim says goal hungry is not in our vocab Reed and Bowery are nice guys so they always pass it to someone else uh, Phil a good point um, but needed more up front yet again. Rob, no panic at all. Stags will be safe. Chris, Nathan, um, uh, Chris says, Nathan, have you had uh, the jab? You looked good, my. You look good, my friend. Uh, no, you look fooked, my friend. Good point away from home. I think we're <laughs> safe now. Are you all right? Let's just check in. Are you all right? No, not my jab yet. No, I'm uh, definitely not in that age category just yet. But uh, I'm <laughs> no. good. A few sleepless nights. I'm getting ready for. For, for not being able to sleep. Exactly. There you go. Um, <laughs> and he's sat further away from his camera today than he usually would be. So, you know, he, 
he blends in more with the wall, so it's it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. I think people. I think I think this camera is a bit more HD than the other one as well, which is which is never a good thing in my, <laughs> my situation. Well, there you go. Uh, Wayne says a good point today. Back to the football, but oh, to have a f uh, a few quality forwards up top would make a hell of a difference to this team. But we all know that roll on next season. Roger, another four points should do it for me, but it's going to be a struggle to get there. I think the Stags will win at least one of the remaining games. Uh, Alistair, good point today. Don't think Southampton will be looking at catching us. More like got their eye on Barrow and Cole. Chester, who both lost today. Pedro, decent point. Happy with that in the end. Uh, Orient and Exeter games will be a bit nervy. Uh, Clive, we are running on fumes and with some dead wood, so a draw against Tranmere is commendable. Great to see George Lapsley back on the pitch. I hope he starts on Friday. Uh, Craig says, so frustrating to watch up front, but a point away from home against a top three side isn't bad. Um, uh, Glint says brilliant goal and well deserved uh, but oh my god uh, Reed is completely awful fact and Jamie says sorry to say uh, with people having a go at Reed what other forwards have we got none exactly we need to uh, I know it's I know because there's a number of comments which I've glossed over about again um a certain Andy Cook scoring for Bradford today. It doesn't he's not here. We don't have him. It's the same with Jimmy Knowles. We can't get him back. We can't recall either of them. We deal with it. We've got eight games to go. We can't afford to be looking at going ifs and buts. We've just got to deal with with what we've got. It's like the whole situation, you know. At the end of the day, the positive thing to take out of it is now we're not going again Tuesday. We're not having to pick ourselves up and go again Tuesday. We've got rest days now. We've got more days to get, you know, um energy back in the tank. And the next game's not till Friday, the Easter weekend. So, you know, to, to go into that with four draws, unbeaten in four games, I think that's a really good, um, you know, really good bounce to have. And the fact that you've got not only George Lapsley getting 45 minutes today, but also Ollie Clark coming back onto the pitch today, Nath, as well, and looking like the sharp Ollie Clark we know. Yeah, looking looking a lot better. Um I think it's probably coming at just just the right time. It, you know, it's not, it's not really a break, is it? Because it's uh, it's less than what you you normally get mm. on a sat like you know, Saturday to Saturday. You know, obviously it's going now Saturday to Friday, but it's uh, certainly a break in comparison to what we've had over the last uh, what two months, um, or even you know, it's well, yeah, it's been back to back for for, for weeks now. So um, for certainly for the likes of Ollie Clark and George Lapsley. Um, I think also, obviously, we'll see what's happened with Jordan Barry. Hopefully, for him, it's, it's not an injury and it, it is fatigue and you know, the bit of a break will allow him to get time back in. But you know, the obvious ones, you, what we probably don't really appreciate is, is the other players that, that are still playing week in, week out. We know Quinn keeps needing breaks. He obviously, he was took off um, again a bit, a bit earlier today. Uh, but you know, we talk about Jamie Reid there, and but you, you think the, the amount of minutes he's had to play, I, he's, I don't think he's been barely subbed at all. So, uh, and this is his first time in the football league. So I'm not defending sort of his performance today. I, you know, I don't think he was great, but I just think it hopefully will help him as well. Certainly for the, you know the the last last sort of end of the season to to not have as many back to back games. Yeah, there's certainly a perspective to be had in there. Um... Like we say with those last few games, they're nowhere near as cramped as what they were. Nigel Clough sort of said, you know, before the game about how um, how much of the season we, we've played in the space of, you know, about 10 to 12 weeks, essentially a third of the season, which is really rare for this time of the campaign. And I think one thing you, you've got to have a look at now is getting we're getting those players coming back. Yes, we are, you know, short of 
the strikers. We don't know what the situation is with Jordan Bowery. We're obviously missing Oli Saki. Jamie Reid's looking a little bit leggy, but the, our strength comes from our midfield. And the fact that we've got George Lapsley coming back to full fitness, Ollie Clark's looking sharper, as, as you say. Um, you know, we've, we've got Tyree Sinclair hungry, knocking on the door. Um, you know, George Maris seems to be okay. Yes, he got taken off at half time today. Um, Stephen McLaughlin comes on and, and does a, a relatively good job in, in that system. We've got enough options in there, I think, for our midfield to, to carry us through. And I think that's where it's it's going to be. And, you know, you look at next Saturday's game, um, you know, we're back at home. Uh, not Saturday, sorry, Friday. Friday. We're back at home. Um, we're decent at home at the at the minute. Um, that's a really good opportunity to, to get three points. Uh, it will be a tough game, of course. It will because they, you know, they are pushing the, for the playoffs. They are currently... Um, let's have a look. They're currently four points outside the playoffs at the moment at Leighton Orient. Um, but, you know, we do perform well against the sides up and above us. So if we can get, if we can get you know, three points on, on Friday, that'd be great. If we can get a, a point, you know, it is what it is. Because I think, like you said earlier, Nate, a point at this stage of the season makes um, Southend need another win. And that's all that matters, just keeping that buffer. We've, yes, it's been narrowed a little bit today, as, as we say, but the games are running out and, and that's the critical thing. Let's just get enough in the tank, get enough about us in midfield to, to just control a game and, and importantly, see a game out. If we concede a soft goal like we, we did today, find enough about us to, to fight back and uh, and we did. I actually fully believe that we'd get back in that game today after Ollie Clark came on. Yeah, um, you know, like I say, we've, we've got eight games left. Uh, a win would be massive at this stage. I think a win would would really, really do us a favour. And if we can just even just go and snatch a 1-0 win, um, you know, how good would that be, especially if uh, Southend were to slip up at that point? Like I say, in some ways, I kind of feel that's all we need now just to, but, you know, I know it won't be mathematical, but I think that would basically secure safety for me. But if you can't do that, the next best thing you can do is at least get a point. And we've, we've said that early in the season when we've been throwing away you know, these these one nil defeats and these last minute goals and you just say if you hold on a point is a point on the board. Uh but I just think it's more significant now the fact that you know you get a point. We, we you know we get a point Friday and then uh obviously it does you still get the, the what what if whatever South End do is gonna affect that but you're down to seven games left. So it it's it's a step in the right direction. Yes a small step but it's it's gonna gonna help us. So that's that's the way to look at it. Look at the, the, those games ticking down, which is uh, the, you know the good incentive for us really, just to get the season done and dusted. Yeah, and that's the important thing, getting over that line. Of course, um, it might look a little bit prettier on Friday because Southend don't actually play. They don't play until next Saturday, uh, one o'clock kickoff against Carlisle. Uh, for them, obviously Carlisle in free fall at the moment. They lost again uh, today. They've dropped to 14th. They're pretty much uh, out of the race as it is, but they'll be wanting to try and end as strongly as they can. No givens in this league at all, as we've uh, certainly, certainly seen. Um, but but there you go. Uh, let's take some other positives, if we can, um, from from today's game. I think, uh, you know, we had some good link-up play at, at times. Um, I think George Lapsley coming back into the mix uh, was, was really helpful as well. I thought he was uh, really, really good um, when he came on, but... Uh, it's just a case, isn't it, of just trying to find that little bit of extra added momentum and, and just trying to um, find a little bit of uh, bounce and zip about us going into the uh, into a, a quieter um, quieter month. 
Yeah, I think in some ways we're going to have to be a bit more creative in in what we do up front. Um, you know, I I'm now sort of thinking, although Jordan Barry does do a sort of a, a you know good job when he goes a bit further out left. Um, I kind of want him to get a bit more central now. I want him to kind of get on, try and get on those balls in the box because no matter whether it comes from the left or right, you know, all right, I'd probably say eight of our 10 crosses are pretty poor anyway, but we do normally put a couple of decent ones in there, but there's never anybody gambling. There never seems to be anybody anticipating that ball in there. So, um, you know, I think that's been a bit of a, a weakness of, of, of Jamie Reed at the moment. I don't think he's got that anticipation right there. So I'd like to see maybe Jordan Barry try and get in those positions. Um, but by the creativeness in, in our team selection, I, I'd be I'd be tempted to, now we've got Lapsley back and hopefully he'll be able to, you know, either start or play play a good, well, we'll start and maybe get a good 60, 70 minutes into him. Um, you know, but I think we can now maybe look at pushing Law further up there and, mm. and seeing what he can do. Because we know that, you know, when he was signed to the club, he was signed as a striker. Well, his first um, couple of games when we were playing in the three, he was playing on the right-hand side of the three, wasn't he, rather than just, exactly. just being behind the front two? Yeah. And I, I, for me, I think he's getting better at, at game by game. Mm. Um, you know, he's looking more confident on the ball. He's he's taking more risks, as in, you know, he's, he's trying to commit defenders. Um, he's happy to get on the ball, try and, try and link up play. I just think we're getting a bit further up the pitch. I think we might get a bit more success in him. You know, he does seem he has got a goal the other day. Um, you know, and I think he's, he, I think he's got it in him to possibly get more. So yeah, he nearly got one today as well, didn't he? Very venomous right-footed shot, well held by the keeper. Yeah, in fact, if that was a few yards either side, the keeper would have had a much harder, harder job to keep to do to keep that out of the net. So you know, I just think the, now we have got Lapsley back, and fingers crossed, he he, he comes out of today. Uh, you know, feeling good. Mm. Um, I think we've got two players there in Lapsley and Law that are both very good attacking. That that can also go into a front three, um, or just or or be even more instrumental just behind you know a front two, um, and get more involved attacking wise. So I think that's what we need to get a you know get some more goals. Um, you know, scored basically. Yeah, I think having George Lapsley back is a is a huge huge boost for us, as you say. You know, his creativity uh, really, really pushes us on. And we've not really seen too much of him and Law together on the, the same pitch, have we, really? Because, obviously, Law came in to replace him when he was when he was injured and has done really well to, to flourish since then. This was the only time that they've pretty much played together. It'd be interesting to see how that develops because if you think about, um, you know, potentially having to, to rest Bowery or Reed push Law up there, you know, with Charles uh, with Charles Lee in behind and and, uh, and obviously uh, Lapsley in there as well to, to support. I think that could be quite a good one, that creativity and, and that sort of knowledge and link-up they've got. And I think what's also a good relationship is what the relationship and the working relationship which is developing between Law and Quinn. Um, you know, like Nigel Clough first said when he sort of broke onto the scene, he took, Law basically said, what have I got to do? And he just said, take a look at Stephen Quinn and sort of model yourself around him. And he really has done. And again, that's another you know, potential partnership you can you can have a look at. Yeah, well, that's something to, to build on. So um, this, I think, like you said earlier, Craig, I, I think um, in some ways our success now is probably going to be driven from, from midfield. That's, for me, where we are by far the, the strongest, um, you know, ability-wise. Um, and strongest, certainly in depth as well when you consider everybody sort of back at full fitness. I know we're not there yet, but 
with the game settling down a little bit, hopefully we can, uh, you know, you get a bit more out of the players, get, get a bit more into the tanks for them to, to see us through. Um, so in some ways, that's how we're, we're probably going to have have to uh, look at moving forward for the for the last remaining games of the season using our strength in midfield to, to, to win the game. Keep your comments coming in. Have your say on your team. Start thinking about your man of the match selections as well. Uh, Roger says, Lapsley hopefully to get some goals from the remaining games, a vital player in midfield. Uh, Jamie, a good chance to recharge the batteries and players like Lapsley and Clark to get more chance uh, of recovery. And that's, you know, that's another good point as well, isn't it? You know, the fact that we've not got a, a, a game until Friday, that extra recovery time will be key. Um, for the likes of Clark and Lapsley, who obviously have struggled, and maybe Quinn in there as well. Um, you know, we saw him have to go off again today. Ollie Clark came on, played really, really well. Lapsley gets 45 minutes under his belt, as we've touched upon. But the fact that we don't have a game Tuesday, I think that's another re- another reason of thinking why we've you know been able to give Lapsley 45 minutes today. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see that he goes. Doesn't seem you know there wasn't any issues, you know I think it was uh, was it Cheltenham when he when he came on yeah and um, after so long you could see that he was he was struggling a little bit so it doesn't look like any signs of that today so so that's one one good thing I know I said pre-match in some ways it would be nice if we if we don't have to put him on there because I didn't want to risk him too much but mm. it looks like he, he has come through it all right um, it's kind of a bit of a shame that it, it is the Easter weekend coming up and it's not just one game on Saturday. Yeah, we have still got two games, so we obviously haven't got a game midweek, but then we have got to go Friday and Monday. So it's it's a little bit of a shame that there are sort of two games close together there, and we can't have a um, a bit more of a break. But it's still a, it's still a, <laughs> we're in a better position to where we where we have been of late. So like I say, hopefully for players such as Lapsley Clark and, and Quinn in particular, um, you know the the a few extra days will, will help them and. and Going by what Nigel Clough has said in a lot of his in his uh, pre-match, or not pre-match, sorry, in his uh, midweek interviews, um, he does seem to like to give the players a break when they need it. So uh, you know, a lot, lot of lot of managers will only give give the players one day break and then it's it's trained for the rest. Whereas he does seem to be, uh, he does mention on a, a few occasions that you know they might get a couple of days off for, for the ones who really really need that. So. I think that's what will happen, sort of between between now and Friday. Yeah, but potentially sit don't see us maybe getting back into training until possibly Tuesday, uh, and that'd be light at that. Another thing I'd be tempted to do as well is after Friday's game at home to uh, you know at home to Leighton Orient would be rest up Friday night uh, and then look at maybe potentially going to Exeter early on the Saturday, going sort of Saturday evening time and uh, having. You know, a little bit of extra time to recuperate. We know it's a long journey; it can be a bit of a, uh, a difficult one. But if you've if you've gone down early and sort of got a little bit of rest into you, maybe even done some some light work at the hotel, in the hotel gym, etc., that might prove a little bit more, um, you know, more pivotal as as well. The only difficult thing on the back of that then is, you know, you've, you've got Newport then to play on the the following Friday because that's been brought forward. It's all swings and roundabouts, isn't it? It's all ifs and buts. But uh, I'm sure. Um, that Nigel Clough and his medical team, because the, the medical team do play a huge, huge part at this game time of the season. You know, a medical team goes, f- you know, far beyond bandaging up a, bandaging up a, a cut 
um, you know, getting recovery working on a on a muscle tear. It's all about the fitness regimes and, and you know, what they're eating to recover quicker as well and the diet and the nutrition. There's a lot of that in there to, to play a part and I certainly think that uh, they're going to earn their coin over the next two or three weeks or so. Yeah, absolutely. Like I say, they've, in some ways, uh, like like you said earlier, we've we've had to sort of basically play a third of the season in 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 just a few weeks. So that's been a situation that it would have been very unknown to to, well, to, to to most football clubs, but certainly for us, I can't remember an occasion where we've had to play so many games in such you know short succession. Mm. So they've had to manage that the best they can. Um, I don't think it's been easy. You know, we have lost key players for, throughout that time, which has made our our lives harder. When bearing in mind, after January, we've already had a a pretty uh, slim squad as it was. So, you know, to to be doing that with a, with a with a you know with a big squad would have been hard enough, but to do it on the numbers we had made that you know job twice as hard. But we've got now got through that, and it's now like I say just managing it smart. Basically, continue what we've been doing, managing it. As best as we can, and, and being smart with it to, uh, to to see us over the line. Uh, keep your comments coming in. Toby says Reed is abysmal. Hope he isn't here next season. Play the youth team striker instead of him. Uh, Clive says Reed is definitely not well equipped for the challenge, but I do wish some folk would stop slagging him off. Uh, Liam says couldn't score in a brothel. Reed couldn't. He's terribly. He really is. Uh, Clive says when they're fit and available, there's no other League Two team that's got a better midfield than ours. Um, Richard says the referee was terribly one-sided glad we managed to get a draw against uh, 12 men some good play but finishing not good enough again and Reed and Law uh, need to get shots off quicker uh, we look much better though with Clark and Lapsley on the pitch my man of the match would be for Quinya get those coming in uh, Tim says talking about goal differences Mansfield avoided relegation from the third division in 67-68 by a goal average of 0.007 Better than wait for it, Grimsby. Uh, we finished 20th, would have been 21st, only because Peterborough United were automatically relegated. Thanks for that stat, Tim. Uh, Roger says, I'll be very happy with another draw on Friday. It's another tough game and our attack is a bit hit and miss. A win against Exeter will be the best result of the season uh, for me. Uh, of course, uh, two more tough games coming up in the next two fixtures, but against those top sides Nath you know we do tend to perform a little bit better and actually when you look at when you look at it um I'd rather be playing two sides that are pushing for the playoffs and two sides that you know two sides that are in form a little bit than playing two sides in and around us because in and around I, I I would have a little bit more fear actually yeah I mean I mean certainly if you say look at the, the teams sort of below us as well I know there's not that many left there below us because we have dropped a place thanks to Port Vale winning but um Clough said it after the Grimsby match, um, or it might be midweek as well, that you know we we do tend to get a bit more. We do look better against the teams higher up in the division because you know they they focus on what what they're doing rather than uh, you know go go defensively stop us from playing and then well they then they normally take advantage of a mistake of ours. So that's kind of how it's worked out for a lot of games. So going up against the, the likes of you know Leighton Orient Exeter, the ones that are uh, in and amongst the, the playoffs, um, you know, one they'll be focusing on themselves a lot, so we can do that with with ourselves. But two, there's a little bit more, there's a little bit of pressure on them as well to 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 go, you know, go into those games mm. and win because they'll be looking at it and saying, oh, well, certainly the fans will saying, oh, they're going to, you know, we're going to Mansfield, they're the 19th, they're not 
not doing very well. They haven't won in so many games and basically expecting a win. So it's then up for us to 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 you know to basically be the underdogs and to um, you know go and surprise them a little bit because we know that we we can certainly take it to to, to any team uh, in the league, whether they're you know like we did against Cheltenham and Morecambe when they were up there, Forest Green with and and if you class today as well, we, we can certainly take it to them. Um, and, and that might catch those sort of teams off guard a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And if we can just be that little bit tighter at the back, we don't concede today. And again, it's another clean sheet against a good side and we may even go down the other end and, and nick it. So it's always swings and roundabouts. Uh, Gary says six points from eight games should do it. Four home games remain. Calm, guys. We have the required skills uh, to survive. Yeah, I do absolutely uh, agree with that. Um, I think, you know, as long as we can... I, t- I take eight draws now, to be honest, but... Um, I think we we do need a win in there just to settle the nerves um, a little bit. So I guess we'll see. Personally, I think the end of the week, Easter weekend, that's where safety needs to be secured for me. If not then, uh, then certainly the game after. Start having a little think about your man of the match um, and get your, uh, your votes in in the comments now. Nathan will start thinking about his as well. Whilst he does that, let's, of course, uh, take a little break from talking about Mansfield and have a little look. Uh, around the Skybet League 2 picture this afternoon. So, Mansfield Town take a point home from Tranmere in a one-all draw, but what about elsewhere in Skybet League 2 this afternoon? Carlisle United were beaten 2-1 at home by Cambridge. Same scoreline between Colchester and Bradford. Certain Andy Cook scoring for Bradford. A goal which may well do us a favour in the grand scheme of things. Of course, Colchester dropping like an absolute stone. Crawley 1, Port Vale 3. X to 1, Salford City 0 in the game's early kickoff. Also an early kickoff today was Forest Green 0, Bolton 1. Grimsby and Warsaw played out a one-all draw, whilst Harrogate were beaten 1-0 at home to Southend United, a result which sees that gap narrowed a little bit. Leighton Orient 2, Oldham 1. Morecambe 1, Cheltenham 0. Stevenage 2, Barrow 1 rounds up the rest of the Skybet League 2 scores. League table as it stands. League leaders seems to change every single game this. Cambridge United back to the summit of the league on 67 points. Two ahead of Cheltenham in second on 65. Tranmere by virtue of the point against us today into third place. Playoffs is Bolton, Forest Green, Morecambe and Newport. And then the two teams we face over the Easter weekend, just outside the playoffs. Exeter, who we play on Easter Monday in 8th. Leighton Orient, who we play on Friday in 9th. Down to the bottom of the table then. Port Vale in 18th on 44 points. The Stags on the same amount of points as well. Just on goal difference though, below them in 19th. Port Vale on minus three, the Stags. On minus four. Beneath the Stags, three-point drop to Warsaw in 20th on 41 points. Colchester in 21st on 39. Then Barrow just above the drop zone on 38. Southend move up to 35 after a 1-0 win today in the drop zone in 23rd. Grimsby, who drew one all, they on 32 points at the summit of the table. They uh, have a game in hand on the Stags, although I'm not worried at all about those at the moment. The only team I'm focusing on, other than Stags, of course, is Southend. Nine-point buffer as it stands, with eight games to go in Skybet League 2. Who, though, is your man of the match today as Mansfield Town draw one-all with Tranmere Rovers 
Get your votes in the comments right now. Premier Rovers won Mansfield Town won the full-time score in Skybet League 2 this afternoon then, but who is going to get the coveted tweet from Mr Nathan Edge? I think it's going to be a pretty much uh, a one-man, uh, one-run thing. But let's find out how many people Nathan Edge only has on his little list of candidates. It's uh, two for me this afternoon. Okay, go for it. Uh, number one is um, is Jason Law. Again, I think I nominate him most weeks, to be fair. But mm. um, as I said earlier, I think... Uh, for me, he's getting he's getting stronger and stronger game by game. So, uh, which is absolutely superb to see. I think we've been crying out, haven't we, for for seasons, really, years that we we really want to see some of these young prospects coming through, and we finally finally got one, and it was kind of an unexpected one, really. Um, and how well is he settling in? And it's just uh, a breath of fresh air for us, really, mm. really, really promising. Uh, but my He's the runner-up for my nomination today. My actual uh, choice is for the obvious one, probably Stephen Quinn. Yeah, mine is. Um, go on, go on. No, go on. <laughs> no, you go. I was going to say, obviously, um, you know, if you, even if you take out the the absolute superb goal, which uh, yeah, I think is the main reason why he's probably going to get a lot of votes today. Uh, I still think he he offered a lot more. He does most games, but again, he his link-up play going forward with with the likes of Law and, and Bowery and in the first half and and Mal sort of, well, a lot of mm. players really. He just did really well going forward and broke up the play well. So, uh, and then topped it off with that superb goal. So he's my uh, my vote for the man of the match. Yeah, I've got exactly the same choices as you. Law, like you said, gets better game by game. Um, the only thing that's missing is a run of goals from him, but that will come. Um, I honestly think he'll do a little bit of gym work in the summer. He, he, that's what's missing from his game a little bit. He needs to be a little bit more physical um, up there but once he adds that to his game we've got a one hell of a talent on our hands there and uh, if anybody had said at the start of the season that Jason Law would you know get into the side and really start knocking on the door and, and perhaps be our best player um, at, at the minute I, I think a lot of people would have sort of uh, you know asked what dealer you were getting your drugs from because you know he, he was he's been nowhere near it he's had new, no opportunities uh, to show what he could take and it looked like another youth prospect that was going to sort of you know be, be washed out but he's come in he's been absolutely excellent I thought uh, I thought his defensive side was well so you know we speak um, on this show quite often um, about Danny Rose <laughs> 
we did when he was here, of course. And, you know, I used to say quite often that he was the best defender at the club and um, used to say his defensive work was top-notch. Well, I can think you can safely say the same about Jason Law. There was a, a moment in today's game, I think it was second half, Ollie Clark was shepherding out a, a ball and Law drops in, sees his man down the line, doesn't allow a cross to go in the box. We get a goal kick from it and I think we go down the other end and actually create half a chance from it. So, um, you know, he gets his little niggling tackles in as well, which is excellent. Um, the rat. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know what? It's showing again, isn't it? Um, I dropped my pen. Uh, but uh, I think, again, he just come, just misses out today on to Stephen Quinn. Uh, Quinn, experienced player, other end of the, the spectrum. You know, he's been up and down the leagues. Really solid signing for us um, in January. We need to sign him in the summer. Um, a good leader as well. Can offer us an option on the left-hand side, um, in the middle of the park, whatever. Um, and a, a superb goal and an experienced goal as well. He sees the, he gets the initial header in. It doesn't come off, doesn't back off. Um, he stays in a good position, holds a good position as well. Watches the flight of the ball, drops back onto his back foot and just hits an absolute sweet perler into the top corner and gives the substitute goalkeeper absolutely no chance. So uh, gets my vote for man of the match um, as well today. Uh, special mention though, I am going to give a special mention to Farron Rawson today. I give him a lot of stick on this show. Oh, Jesus. Um, I thought he played all right today. I'm not going to say he played well. I thought he played all right. Um, <laughs> you know, he won a few key headers, um, looks comfortable on the ball and maybe should have scored at the other end as well. So a special mention uh, to him just to show that I am actually a nice guy. Clive um, will be dancing on his sofa with that. He will. He'll be, he'll be buzzing. Thrilled. He'll be clipping that out and, you know, getting it on a T-shirt. Um, <laughs> I would read through all the comments, but they literally just basically say this. Man of the match, Quinn. Um, so I've added up all those little votes and I can tell you that the person unsurprisingly getting a tweet from Nathan Edge today is Stephen Quinn who takes it with 100% um, of uh, the vote so well done uh, to Stephen Quinn an absolute clean sweep um, a break for us now the Nathan no game on Tuesday which means we're going to be twiddling our thumbs a little bit we might do a podcast in the week who knows um, we'll see what happens but uh, you know a good opportunity to, to rest some legs to get some energy back uh, to work on a few things and go into uh, into into Friday's game um, against Leighton Orient, ninth place at the moment, just outside the playoffs, with a bit of a bit of a bounce. And you know, even though it, it's four draws, we you know we are now unbeaten in four games. And in terms of the form table, that's lifted us right back up to um, to fifteenth. You know, one defeat in the last six. Um, so you know, I think you know we're we're certainly in good stead going into that game. We just need to turn these draws in one of these draws into a win. Yeah, I mean, interesting. Um, Nigel Clough before the Grimsby game, he said, from their point of view, sometimes to turn your form around, you have to draw a few games to, before you start winning. Um, and we, we've, we, we, it's basically been the same for us. You know, we went on a bit of a been of a bit of a slump again, but we have managed to draw a few games. But as as we said, most importantly. There's been a lot of good performances in those in those draws as well. So there's there's, there's positives to work on, um, and the fact that we have got a little bit of break now, and we'll hopefully get some of the, you know, they're not just players, that they're key players to get them back up to, to to some sort of fitness will only help us improve those performances going forward. So I'm looking forward to see sort of you know how we will fare with with the likes of Lapsley back in mm. back involved because like we said. It, is probably the the best player we've got of the you know in, in the whole squad. So he's a uh, you know he, he, I think we've missed him. So it'll be interesting to see what we do do having him back involved. The views there of Mr. Nathan Edge. My thanks to him. We will see him again 
on Friday. Three o'clock kickoff, of course, as the Stags are back home, taking on Leighton Orient. We might even see him in the week. Who knows? Stay tuned to our social media pages uh, to find out more about that. But for now, that is it. A point at Tramia Rovers this afternoon after the Stags were 1-0 down. Shows fighting quality. But unfortunately, due to a win for South End, it also narrows the gap to just nine points. However, there are only eight games to go in Skybet League 2. So let's get through them. Let's keep that buffer as it is. Try and get a win on the board. And get over that line. The end is in sight. But we can't afford to slip up and take our eye off of that finishing line. Make sure you join us again next Friday from 1.50 for the uh, Facebook exclusive warm-up show. And then again, 15 minutes after the full-time whistle for all the debates, all the reaction and much, much more in the cool-down post-match reaction show on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Tranmere 1, Stags 1. A good point in isolation is the springboard for a good week ahead. See you Friday. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.